Welcome to We Are Venomaniacs, the Venom Site's official podcast for all of your symbiote news, reviews, and point of views. My name is Orion, and I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Aaron. Hello, it's just me. This will be so much fun. The best member right here. Just Let's get started. Let's us. go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. So it's week 14 of our Absolute Carnage podcast series in which we cover the event's latest comics and tie-ins. We're now down to three weeks and two episodes of Absolute Carnage left in the series, and we'll be celebrating with a new giveaway, but more on that in a bit. Today, we're reviewing Absolute Carnage Weapon Plus, number one. So uh, this is a bit of a different kind of story, um, as, a, as several of our... Um, of our tie-ins have been uh, counted among them, like uh, the uh, the separation anxiety or symbiote Spider-Man. This one uh, follows the Weapon Plus programs, uh, particularly Weapon H, which is a um, a like an uh, amalgam of the Hulk and Wolverine. I've never read anything about this guy before, and then um, the Weapon V program, which uh, originally spawned the um, the Vietnam-era uh, Grendel symbiote soldiers that Rex Strickland was a part of. What were your thoughts on this uh, interesting little story, Aaron? Well, um, I was uh, very shocked that we were going to have this because um, I think this issue and Absolute Carnage Captain Marvel, I think those were the last two that were announced after the fifth issue, which is kind of like, why are we getting more tie-ins? Yeah. You know, so, like, more is good, but it's like, I was kind of took, you know, I was kind of confused why we got two more, you know, like, after they, they've, like, already announced all of the other books, but, you know, more the merrier, I suppose. Um, yeah, uh, so, when it comes to Weapon H, um, you really don't have to know much, uh, you know, like, so my father's a big Hulk fan, and he, he does not, he does not even read this dude, so not a big deal. Um, he's just the, the Hulk mixed with Wolverine, and from what I've seen, he doesn't have much of a personality or a following. You know, I, I think what they're really doing is looking at more of the Weapon Plus, because from from what it looks like, there are a few other books in Weapon Plus, so I think this is kind of just advertising that whole line. Of course, I don't really know what all that is. But um, this issue, I really kind of enjoyed this issue. Uh, there was kind of a few moments where Carnage was written kind of odd, but you know, I kind of liked that he had more of a focus than than a lot of the others. Um, and I, I did like seeing a, a whole lot of Agent Venom folks getting killed off. That was a huge highlight for me. So, <laughs> yes, and we do actually get one panel of Agent Venom, just a little. Flash, you know, detailing how uh, Project Rebirth 2.0 was kind of an extension of the Weapon V program, which is what, um, you know, it's what the uh, symbiote soldiers are spawned from. So that was very interesting to see, just a little brief uh, flash of Flash. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah. And still dead, though, so. Yeah, still All dead. It's good. Yeah. Now, what I was a little disappointed with um, is that, you know, this was a great opportunity to get our first real look 
at the Agent Venom before Agent Venom, and that was uh, Cal Hendricks, who only had uh, one uh, one name drop. I, it wasn't even in the first issue of Agent Venom series. It was like in one of the Amazing Spider-Man ones where he first appeared. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's he's still the he's still the host of mystery. We we don't know anything about Cal Hendricks besides that he was the first agent Venom and that uh, he was ultimately killed. Yeah, and he's probably also really dead now. So yeah, I so guess like in he's, the book, like I guess like he's somewhere. Of these dudes just get killed off. Yeah, you know, which is good, you know, like you know, like we need justice for the symbiotes that are being abused by the government. So you know, so here comes. Good guy, Cletus, saving the day. Yeah. Love it. I guess you can say that um, we're just going to use Donny Kate's excuse that Cal is somewhere in that mass grave. Yes. Same with Toxin. He's yeah. just somewhere <laughs> and he's dead, which is fine with me. Kill <laughs> off all the crowd. I'm fine with it. Yeah. So, yeah, this was this was rather fun. And we get to see another artist's interpretation of the Grendel Dragon, which looks a lot more like a dragon rather than Venom as a dragon. Right. You know, but it's fine. You know, just another, you know, just another interpretation. You yeah. know, it's all good. But it's just nice to see it again. Yeah. And uh, I, I do like a bit of the action. Like, uh, I don't, like like I said, I don't really follow Weapon H, so I don't know what the history was between uh, this uh, this Hulk guy. I don't, I don't remember his name. But the Hulk guy and um, the leader of the symbiote squad that we see Carnage hunting down, there was some sort of history between them, and it made for some interesting dialogue. Uh, but, of course, that was pretty short-lived, given Carnage was coming around to collect spines. Yeah, and he not on a whole, a whole lot of spines. You know, there was a few things where where you can actually see him have, like, two spines in his hand, and he just, like, he's just, like, munching down on spines. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good old time. And and I would say it was, you know, for anyone who's following the Absolute Carnage series, the main one, uh, and if you read this book, you probably thought, well, this is pretty much a foregone conclusion if you're throwing the Hulk out of Carnage. We already know how that fared out with the Immortal Hulk, so... But it was, oh, yeah, like a, it was a Hulk very, and a Wolverine. Yeah, so yeah. it was it was very surprising that you know um, that this Weapon H guy actually survived. He, he pretty much like noped the heck out of there. He's like, "This is not my problem." <laughs> right, and that's and that's the attitude to have in this book. It seems like yeah, if you're gonna yeah. survive, you're just gonna have to you know turn around and uh, ignore what's going on. <laughs> and he's never had had like a symbiote, so you know there was extra. There's extra, like, no reason to get involved in this anyway, so... Yeah. Now, um, there was one character in the book where we felt he could have been replaced with someone a little a little more related, and that's this yes. scientist guy um, who is involved with Weapon Plus, and he had been studying uh, Weapon V and all the symbiotes in the symbiote and, and Grendel, and uh, throughout the book, he's, like, putting... It, uh, he's using these eyedroppers, and it turns out the, the liquid in the eyedropper was actually uh, a part of the Grendel symbiote, and it was allowing him to see from the symbiote's perspective, and he wanted to determine if uh, Carnage was this red messiah that is fabled or whatever that would bring about um, the rise of Null. 
Yeah, uh, he was sort of interesting, but like as we said, I think he should have been replaced with the superior Carnage. And what's his name again? Who is it? It's Carl Malice. Exactly. This is the dude that was superior Carnage, and he actually is an older character, but uh, he was made into the superior Carnage. And at the end of that arc, he got uh, pooped out by Carnage. Apparently, and, yeah, he showed up in yeah, like right. an issue of uh, of a Captain America issue or something. Yes, when uh, Sam Wilson was Cap, I believe. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah he appeared, and he was kind of like a symbiote human hybrid looking thing. Yeah, so he has a codex in him because he's half symbiote, and I think it would have been cool just to tie that in because I was very mad like reading that entire arc like back in the day because he's thinking like oh like the killed off Cletus again and like we have this gun toting carnage same as Agent Venom I oof I did not like it although I did like I did like I did like the superior carnage uh, design the, the initial one with his uh, kind of armored and and cloaked design and the cloak of tongues right <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, then there's a lot of Agent Venoms in this that like actually look kind of cool. Like, that's some interesting you know, some designs. Some of them have like the camo going on, and I kind of like the camo they had going on. Um, yeah, you know, there was a few that had like different like mania looking spike heads that were kind of unique, but you know, they're all dead, so <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> matter. matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it would have been nice if maybe some of them lived, and maybe when Flash comes back, you know, I'm not saying that he will. I'm just saying, right, that maybe if you explored more of this. Uh, like weapon V thing with Flash, but yeah, you know, you know, we got to kill off all of these guys now, so might as well. You know, it's so funny that it's just you and I on this episode, the two Eddie Brock guys, and yes. we have no Flash fans here to, uh, you know, give us tongue or or give us lip about uh, about all of our Flash bashing. <laughs> yes, Flash <laughs> is trash. Tactical is bad. Yep. This is our only opportunity, so uh, if you guys are listening... Oh, this is great. Flash sucks, Flash uh-huh. sucks. <laughs> flash sucks, Flash sucks, Flash sucks, Flash sucks, yes. Oh, yeah. All right, well, um, do we have any uh, closing thoughts on this issue? Uh, I think if you want to see more of uh, just uh, a... Just like a murder spree, um, that's been kind of lacking in this uh series uh i would like i would buy this one and there's a lot more going on with cletus you know you hear a lot more about how how he feels and uh he uh he has some interesting dialogue here and he has a very uh very very handsome face in this one if that you know is that if that's your thing you know yeah but um but yeah like i mean i would read this if you're a fan of Agent Venom 2 like just see you know like the new designs but uh I mean I think this was one of the better issues we've had um yeah you know, this book had a lot more things happening than some of the others that were three issues so I think this was worth it um I don't know if I can say that about the next Captain Marvel one but I like this issue I yeah like I would say this is um, one of the better tie-ins, as you said, but again, I believe it it feels very inconsequential to the arc in its entirety. So, right, uh, this is so like, this is just them showing. Oh yes, like like we actually 
like we actually like murdered those dudes like they're dead so like carnage has has their has their like codexes yeah but yeah still enjoyable i thought yeah and uh before we move on to the closing um i know that you wanted to just give a brief shout out to a couple of other um venom related books one of which being the marvel action or what was it called yeah, uh, so these past two weeks, we have, so like we've received two Kid Venom stories. So uh, last week we got uh, Marvel Action Spider-Man, and I forget the number, I want to say it was 10. And so like, I think it's a Marvel book, but it's published by IDW. Yeah. And it was a very weird book, you know, it was, it's like it was basically, it's like it was basically like movie Venom. It was like Tom Hardy like fighting off against uh spider-man and and spider Gwen and spider Gwen, like ghost spider you know like one of those like ghost spider right yeah yeah and it was very interesting and there's gonna be three more of those and um the one we got today was called spider-man venom double trouble and they're roommates and venom wants to swap minds with spider-man so these are some very unique books and uh i think that like any kid would love to read these and i love how we're actually getting like a good venom book for kids because you know like way back in the day we had uh we had what was it called uh marvel marvel adventures spider-man and that was like man over 10 years ago and that's the only kids book i recall that really had like a good it had like a good venom in it, you know. It had, well, I would also it had argue Brock and venom too. Yeah, I would argue yeah. that um, even though it's not as well known, but it's actually just been recently republished in a uh, trade format is Uncanny Origins number seven, which is a very Saturday morning cartoons version of Venom and Eddie Brock, kind of depicting his origin all the way leading up to, um, I believe, it's Lethal Protector. Right. Yeah. Oh. They also, I think they just released the 90s cartoon series. I, I think it was called Adventures of Spider-Man, but it was based off the 90s cartoon. And I'm pretty sure they just released that too. Hmm. So I like how they're kind of releasing a lot more kid things about Venom, which is good. Yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. De- I didn't read the Marvel action Spider-Man or whatever that was, but I did pick up the yeah. uh double trouble because i like i saw the previews for it and the, the art is amazing i like it it's very cartoony and it's it's very enjoyable and then um it's it's a very basic uh very hackneyed i would say um trope of uh you know body swapping you're swapping right. bodies between venom and spider-man but um i feel like it's it's going to be really fun I really enjoyed this issue, and I'm really looking forward to the other four issues that will be coming out. And I think we'll do a more in-depth review of the series once it's completed. Yep. Sounds good, then. All right. So um, I think that's a good place to put a pin in today's episode. Since there are no new Absolute Carnage comics coming out next week, uh, we will return on... Uh, November 20th to review Absolute Carnage number 5 and Absolute Carnage Captain Marvel number 1. Then, on November 27th, we will close out our weekly podcast series 
with a review of the final Absolute Carnage tie-in, Venom number 20. To celebrate, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. So to celebrate the grand finale of the hottest and most extensive symbiote crossover event since uh, Maximum Carnage, we, our Venomaniacs, will be hosting another giveaway on our November 20th live recording. Tune in as a member of our live audience uh, for a chance to win an ancient Venom Funko Pop, which is ba- which is designed um, based on Ryan Stegman's Ancient Venom from the pages of his in Donny Cates' Venom Number One. In addition, the Venom site will be running a separate giveaway over Twitter. We will be giving away two Ancient Venom Funko Pops and four packs of the Venom Temporary Tattoos from the Absolute Carnage uh, launch event. So make sure you follow at the Venom site on Twitter for the announcement and details. You can listen to We Are Venomaniacs on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Music and iTunes, Google Play Music, and YouTube. We can also be found on Twitter at WAV underscore podcast. Check out our Discord server and become a member of the audience during our next live recording of We Are Venomaniacs. Join us, won't you? As always, thank you to my fellow co-host, Aaron, for joining me today. And thank you. I love saying how much Flash sucks. Yep. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. And uh, thanks to the Venom site for permitting us to make this podcast under the TVS banner and all of your generous support. And finally, thank you, loyal listeners and fellow Venomaniacs. You guys make an awesome community, and it's our honor to be your voice on the airwaves. Together, we are Venomaniacs. And now, a word from one of our partners at The Collective, a network of superhero podcasts. Hey there! Do you like comic books? Do you like superhero TV and movies? Well, come on over and check out the Capes of Lunatics podcast. We have such shows as Capes of Lunatics and Super Connectivity, where we cover everything new and current and popular in the world of superheroes. And we also have episode-by-episode reviews of the Marvel Netflix shows and a monthly discussion of everything current on the DC Comics character Nightwing. And a few other surprises all the time. So come join us for the Capes and Lunatics podcast. <laughs>